get some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in James Bentley, co-founder of Financial Markets Online. James, thanks for being with us. We've seen claims moving higher, too. We're look, taking a look at jobless claims. And uh, now we're really at the highest levels. Tell me a little bit about what you're seeing here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, the, the market is sensitive to data releases and like we saw with NFP on Friday, then the, the quick turnaround immediately. And we know the market likes to get ahead of itself and, and everybody's talking about inflation peaking, whereas perhaps the more cautious approach is that inflation may have plateaued and can only be said to have peaked after a few months of consistent lower than expected inflation data. Um, the, the jobs figures last week were solid, but the more relevant figure was the wage inflation figure which was expected then high. I mean, this is how we saw the Japanese yen strengthen over other major currencies and just spending a little bit of time looking at things technically at the minute. For me personally, the dollar has been desperate for a, a pullback across some of the higher timeframes. In fact, I would like to see the dollar finish below 104 this week. That's the dollar index. Uh, and then perhaps for me as an intraday technical based trader, start looking for some shorter term bullish opportunities. Although I think we'll see a very, very volatile market and definitely some ups and downs um, until the next major support level. So I think the dollar's in a good position, but let's, let's see, there's a lot to come. So that being said, uh, the ups and downs, right? And how much of it is contingent upon what the Fed does or doesn't do, right? Because now with some softer prints that we've seen from CPI and PPI, softer than expected at least, I mean, we're still very high inflation, but it could have been so much worse. Um, that being said, the 75 basis points, do you think that's off the table? Because even Citi was saying maybe one full percentage point. Um, are we looking more at 50 for September? Uh, potentially, I wouldn't say that it's off the table, but I mean, look, inflation figures higher than expected, dollar positive will create some sort of demand with Fed's raising rates. So I think it's on the cards most definitely. And as I said, there could be a lot more to come. So tell me about the market going forward. Your thoughts on what we should anticipate, because as an investor, they're going to say, yeah, what should I do? I, it's been a great July, August traditionally here. Um, the last two Augusts, 2021 and 2020, were very good. In fact, both were higher. And last year in 2021, August was up almost 3% for stocks. I mean, this doesn't mean that this will be up, but so far it's looking good. Definitely. And as I just mentioned, I do pay a lot of index to the dollar, do pay a lot of attention to the dollar index as my gauge. And I think as soon as we start to see some increased demand in the dollar, this week, if we can stay above 104, I believe there's a bit of a run into sort of 106.85, which for me personally is a safe area to start looking to become a dollar buyer again. That being said, we typically see a seasonal low in and around that mid-September point, which again will attract a lot more buyers to step back in should we close this week below 104 on the dollar index. So look, let's see, bumpy ride perhaps if we don't break higher in the near future, be in the next couple of days and weeks. I think uh, we'll be looking and working towards that September low as the uh, area for dollar to start seeing some demand. And again, a rally from the dollar index into the end of the year. Yeah, so you're talking about the dollar, which right now, as you said, 104. It's around 104 today. If it, so if the dollar moves higher than what? Or for stock? 106.85, for, for me, the dollar index is the gauge point. That would turn and show a lot of demand, and we will see increased dollar strength should we break that point. That's my personal marked figure to then become a, do a dollar buyer and to start looking for that increased move. On the back of that, again, you've got euro that are in and around key levels. I mean, euro's just rejected the 10, 
1.035 level. You've got pound that needs to break below 122. These are all areas of interest. In fact, we're in a really, really cool position right now because back below these levels will show some great moves and some fantastic trades. Um, in terms of, you know, you just mentioned the, st the stock side. Um, you've got Amazon and Apple that are definitely in and around some uh, interesting figures as well. Apple struggled to break the 165 resistance level, um, while Amazon did break back, uh, did break above the 135 level. So once we're back below these moves, and remember, these are the heavyweights. If we see some money coming out of those markets, that should show some increased dollar buying as well. So again, as I said, lots of interesting stuff coming up. Yeah, and you know, as we've seen some changes in sectors, right? Energy was the best sector uh, this year, but then was down 4% for the month. Um, tech was the worst sector, down 15%, but has seen some recent strength. Other names that have been down, um, you know, materials, real estate, financials. Are there any sectors that you like more than others and why? Um, I think a lot of the sectors are overextended, if I'm honest. And for me, they're not on my watch list to start making any sort of uh, interesting moves in the near future. We'll have to see what happens from the big guns. If the big guns start to lose some steam in the near future, I think it will open the doors to possible trades in the near future. I see, I see. And so um, do you think that that was the peak in inflation for what we just saw? Is it over? The top? Uh, it's definitely higher than expected, as, as we just discussed. Um, I think time will tell, right? There's so many influencing factors at the minute. We really have to wait to see who pulls the strings first. Um, but again, that should encourage demand in the dollar should we see the Fed raise hikes and at that significant level as well. Yeah. And tell me a little bit just about the jobs picture, um, where you think it is, where it's headed and what does it mean? Um, I mean, the unemployment claims are still typically low. So we're still, there's still a lot of room for progression. There's still a lot of room for those figures to increase, I believe. Um, and like anything, this takes time, right? I mean, if you look back uh, in, in the last uh, crisis that we saw, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, it took around six years to get back to reasonable positions. We've now experienced our uh, getting back to where we started a lot quicker than expected. So there's no pressure on it. It can take its time. And I think we'll have to be wary. And of course, on the back of that, we're going to start to see this uh, volatile market. Lots of ups and downs. James, wonderful to see you. James Bentley, Financial Market. Yeah, thank you very much Online. for your time. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here.